Today my guests are William Humphrey, the Pharmacy Director at St. Jude Children's Hospital, and Alex Rodriguez, the Compliance Program Manager at St. Jude. Today we are going to talk about the successful implementation of cameras in the OR. Yep, you heard correctly. I'm sure all the listeners out there want to just jump straight to the end and see how you got approval to do this, but we're going to start more at the beginning. So welcome, William. Welcome, Alex. Thanks for taking the time to be with me today. Good morning. Good morning. We're glad to be here. Were there, was there a particular event that spurred this whole thing on that, that got you working toward getting approval for this, or was this just part of your general diversion prevention and monitoring package there at your hospital? Well, I think it, it was like a combination of, of a couple of things. I, I don't think we, we would have jumped straight to cameras, but um, there was definitely um, a gap in our uh, capabilities to, to investigate um, events when they occur. Um, there was definitely plenty of news stories that other facilities of, of things that had occurred that could have been prevented with um, such surveillance technology in place. And, and so I, looking at all the different factors, it, it just seemed like the right move um, or a, the, night, the right next step um, towards preventing diversion here. Okay, that sounds good. That makes sense. And installing cameras was part of our strategic planning for the diversion program. And we started in areas outside the OR because that was that was easier. Mm -hmm. Putting in in OR, you know, raised some concerns with us because we wanted to protect patient privacy. So we had to kind of wait until we had you know the ability to do that. Yeah, definitely. I think every facility where that topic has even come up, somebody in the room always says, oh, no, they would never let us do that. And, and that's the end of the discussion and you just move on. So that's why I'm really excited to hear, see what you're doing and hear how you got it done and that it, it can work, right? So are these cameras, what are they facing and what do they capture? Well, uh, all the cameras are primarily focused on our dispensing cabinets. Um, in this picture here, what we're looking at is the anesthesia cabinet. Um, and of course, an OR comes with many challenges to try and capture the anesthesia cabinet. That's not a cabinet um, that stays in one place and moves around that OR. Um, so that's the decision we went with a fisheye. So we can kind of capture that whole circumference area where that cart might be uh, during a, um, a particular procedure. Um, the other part, uh, as you can see here, is there's a, a part there that's like white and blocked out. That wasn't done by me or, or any type of um, uh, PowerPoint adjustment. That's actually uh, a masking technology that um, is available with these cameras that allow us to prevent any recording or any capturing of that footage in a particular zone. So of course, in, in these ORs, we point it at where a patient might be having a procedure um, while still allowing us to capture anything going on with um, the medication, its dispense, the waste, um, what's happening between the anesthesiologist maybe being in the room. 
Um, like I know there was that case with that uh, cardiac technologist who would go into the OR room before a procedure um, and he he would uh, swap out some of the medication with saline. Um, you know, putting a process like this in place that uh, monitors that OR room uh, can prevent that from occurring. That masking technology is pretty cool. So yeah, right where your patient is, obviously you have to be mindful of how your rooms are set up, right? Can you change that masking piece? If your OR1 is usually set like this and two is usually set like this, yes. you can move that? Okay. Yes, and and we we make sure to to update that on a regular basis. I I think we're like many other hospitals, the OR doesn't stay in the same place, um, so we we adjust accordingly um, and and monitor to see that um, everything that should be blocked off is blocked off. Okay, and are you monitoring twenty four seven or only when there's a case going on? So we don't have active monitoring of the, of the footage. We use data to drive the decisions of when we pull up footage. Um, we, we have a diversion detection prevention software solution in place. Um, and so it'll give us timestamps. Um, we have the medication cabinets uh, data to let us know when the dispense occurred, what medication was dispensed. Um, so by combining all these data points, then we have a timeline of what we actually want to look at when. Um, we, we don't uh, use um, active surveillance unless we're doing random audits, um, which we do have to do um, to make sure that things like uh, witness wasting is occurring. Um, sometimes we have to look back in time to see maybe if some property damage occurred um, it's usually never anything malicious. It's, it's likely that, um, you know, a cabinet's behind a door and now we know that uh, that doorknob can hit that screen, right? Um, so we we learn from it, from the footage and, and either, you know, do some education or uh, move a cabinet out of the way, right? Um, so there's, there's multiple uh, reasons that we look back on the footage, but it's not something that people are constantly watching. Sure, you can, you can solve the mystery of how does that happen <laughs> when yeah. you're looking. Is it recording twenty four seven? Yes, it is. Okay, um, we made a decision to have it record twenty four seven because we we made this uh, large investment in this technology and we want to make sure that we can rely on it. Um, what we learned is that if uh, we only use motion control. It wasn't capturing actually all the motion. Um, it wasn't sensitive enough. Um, and we didn't want to end up having something occur and then find out that um, this system we, we put all this focus on and put in place wasn't going to provide us what we needed. Sure. Now you talk about, you know, you go back and you look when you have a reason to look, but you also do some randoms because you gave that example of, you know, the tech that is prior to a case. And if, if something goes undetected, essentially, but it's right there in front of your eyes, um, you won't know unless you kind of do a random spot check. Although hopefully everybody knows the camera's there, right? So hopefully, yeah, yeah we, it, it's we, just couldn't happen anymore. Yeah, we make it very clear, like what, why it's there, um, how it's used. Um, there, we we keep very open communication with the staff, um, and and also, you know, create a system to 
to um, make sure that whenever we expand to new areas, that uh, we also expand the system. Um, so so st staff kind of put it one in one, you know, this is where controlled substances are, and this is where a camera will be. Okay. And who has access to that feed? Who can look at it? It's a good question. Um, so there's just me and Dr. Humphrey, um, and there is one uh, security tech who help us with the masking technology and maintaining the system um, to, to make sure that it's up. So we actually get a report every morning of all the cameras being checked to make sure they're up and running. Um, and we also have logs to make sure that um, anybody else who accesses it, we're notified of it. Um, and also what footage we're looking at, you know, who, who's watching the watchers. We want to make sure that all the information is there in case we need to audit something. Good point. Getting a report to make sure the cameras are working. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've been there. It's like, oh, let's go look at the feeds. And then they discover at that moment, oh, that camera is offline. Yes. Okay. Well, it, the one time I need it. <laughs> um, you'd be surprised how many times like um, a light will move right into the view, not mm. on purpose, but just from like the sure. work in the day. And so um, it might not be that the camera's down, but I'm like, hey, can uh, somebody make sure that uh, this physical item in the room isn't blocking the view? Interesting. Interesting. Okay, good. Do you have them in other procedural areas other than the OR? Um, we have it in the medicine rooms, in uh, the pharmacies. Um, we have them where the controlled substances are compounded. Um, and we have them I, actually when they come in the door to make sure um, from the moment, you know, we get custody of the medication, um, we have eyes on those uh, medications moving through our hospital. Do you have them in, like, interventional radiology and... Yes. ...cath lab and those yes. type places? Yes, we do. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's and a it similar works. setup to the OR. Yeah. Okay. Where you can block off the patient. Okay. That's great. Um, have you found any other any other byproduct value other than diversion of having these cameras? I think you mentioned, you know, maybe equipment that, I mean, anything else to justify maybe to administration, the cost of the cameras? We have. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Dr. We've, we, we've uh, caught people not following process correctly. Um, everything from, you know, we had a, a pharmacy technician doing replenishment in the OR and wasn't guarded appropriately. Oh, so so we had to address that. Uh, we we've, we've witnessed nurses, you know, they'll just pop the tops off a vial, stick a needle in it without swallowing it. And so actually, some of them think that that's okay. They think it's yeah, sterile under their that cap. Uh, I found that out once too. It was like, oops. <laughs> so there's an education effort, you know, that that we went through to kind of. Yeah, that's not sterile under there. So right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. I think uh, events in general sometimes they're they're not always um, drug diversion related, but um, because these this covers all these areas where medications are dispensed, um, you you can you know use them reliably to to investigate some some events with medication and um, sure. being involved. Yeah, I wonder too if. If they haven't done it already, I wonder if it could be of value 
when there is some sort of case where risk is involved, like, you know, what did the timeout actually occur? You know, if something goes wrong with the, with the procedure, I guess this could be, well, this is an interesting legal thing. Is this, is it discoverable? I guess that's a question. And is it um, going to work to your advantage? If it is, it could help you prove something or it could help you disprove something as well. So those are a couple of, of thoughts. Do you, have you heard of any, it being used in any kind of risk situation? I, I think because they're not in those kind of areas, it, it, aside from um, the OR cabinet areas, um, I have not. I think most of these cabinets are, are just in areas where uh, the preparation of the medication occurs. Okay. I was just thinking it, it, it captures the bedside pretty, pretty well. Um, anyway, that's just some place where it may or may not be used, which would definitely be probably a legal discussion on discoverability. So what process did you have to go through to get these approved? William, I'm sure it wasn't um, an easy thing. Yeah, we had, we had originally had them in our plan, and then we, we, had a, we brought a consultant in to kind of look at, at a gap analysis. And, and their recommendation was to add cameras as well. So that kind of helped reinforce um, our, our need for them. And so it was, it was put together along with, you know, it came mainly from pharmacy and compliance. Um, and, and so we justified it and got it, got it approved. And then, you know, we kind of phased it, kind of phased it in. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So a good example of, you know that it would be, <clears throat> excuse me, a good idea, and you have it on your roadmap, but the complete buy-in is not there. And then either with the assistance of an outside consultant that the hospital probably paid good money to get their feedback, or sometimes I've seen it in the case of a regulator that comes for a survey, and then they add that final piece of, hey, you know, this is what you're missing or this is what you need. And then that's enough to, to push it over. And, and then we take advantage of that. So that's great. Do you have an example of a diversion case that you can share with us either that, you know, was seen on camera or maybe unrelated to camera, just a diversion case? I think we all learn so much from each other when we hear about cases that, that we have had. So if there's something that you can share with us, I'm sure the listeners would, would love to, to hear about one of your cases. Dr. Humphrey, do you want to talk about maybe um, the wasting one? Which one? Um... Uh, so we, we had an, an issue with um, uh, wasting uh, into sharps container empty controlled substance vials, but even that had some uh, residual medication in it. Um, so we did have um, an event where uh, somebody was diverting using uh, that those waste containers as somewhere they can uh, get medication. Um, even though most of it was wasted, they were um, grabbing those Just empty vials. Overfill. Okay. Yes, the overfill. And um, we did not have those cameras in place in time for that. Um, but it did 
expand our camera system to cover those areas um, and also uh, do an analysis of where those bins go around the hospital um, to make sure that we had um, surveillance in place for, for the full process all the way until um, it gets uh, loaded on a truck and taken away. Okay. Can you share with us? That's an interesting thought to find somebody that's taking the overfill out of bins. Can you share with us what alerted you to that? What prompted you to, I mean, how'd you find it? Well, it was actually our staff reported it. Um, and and uh, from there, um, our uh, diversion um, uh, response team uh, did an investigation. And, and of course, with that came a lot of um, analysis, post-event analysis to, to kind of look at every avenue of how we can prevent this from happening in the future. Okay, so some staff member saw somebody taking it out. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I think that's something most important from, from even these cameras. Like, yes, this, this is speeding up a lot of investigations, but um, our, the biggest value to uh, a drug diversion prevention program is actually uh, other staff reporting um, if they see something strange going on. Um, and, and I think, um, yes, my, you know, my investigation times probably now uh, days from a week or something like that. Um, but uh, when it comes to major issues, um, I, I think the, the most important resource is other people. Absolutely. They need to feel comfortable to report and we need them to report because they're up there. You know, you down in the pharmacy, you're looking at data, but you, you know, there's a lot more that's going on up there. The behaviors, the performance, the, yeah, so, so, so much more. Do you use the, utilize the cameras at all for, um, to rule out diversion for things that maybe you're seeing in your data and then you can go to a camera to see what happened. Oh man, I, I, I think that's the biggest value gained is um, being able to prove people innocent. Um, and I, I wanna say that's almost like a, a, a weekly thing, not that we have um, any, any crazy weekly um, issues, but it's so simple to, to forget to document something on that. Uh, cabinet um, or or that waste that occurred or something like that. And then um, being able to be ruled out as a diverter uh, within the hour of, of the data showing that, um, I think that's very powerful and, and speaks a lot about um, why this surveillance system ha has brought so much value. So if, you're, if your data tells you that somebody didn't waste, then you can go to your camera and watch them go through the process to confirm that they actually did, right? I guess it wouldn't exactly. help you if they didn't chart administration, though. That's still an right. open hole, right? Okay. Sure. So I can see the value in that. Yeah. For, Unless it's for, actually the OR. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I see the value in that. I I use the surveillance software, and if somebody forgets to do something, of course, most of the time they come back and say they did it. But we still consider that as a risky transaction, and it's kind of like a point against them, right? If it doesn't happen again, then it's like whatever. But it, too many of those, and you start to think, 
you know, I think you're lying to me because you keep on doing it. You need to stop. So I think that's pretty cool that she can rule that out. Okay, great. Anything else that either one of you wants to tell us about the, the cameras or how it's used or the value before we wrap it up? Yeah, I, I got uh, one more thing, and that's um, the length of time that, that we record for is, yeah. is now up to 90 days um, okay. because if you, if you do find something, you want to be able to look back at, at multiple transactions, not just one thing um, that occurred to kind of see the trend. Um, and so that, that was a large part of this project. And I think probably larger than the actual, um, as far as technology goes and the cameras themselves is the infrastructure to, to save all that data and be able to, uh, pull it up fairly quickly. Um, and I, I, I think that was something that, um, I didn't expect to be such a big part of that project. Yeah, that is, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay, so it's rolling 24-7, and you can go back 90 days yes. to see something. Yes. Yeah, that is. I know backup and, and storage is is a huge... Do you have things on site, or are you cloud-based? Uh, both. Uh, oh. we, we have backups in case uh, on cloud, in case something occurs okay. with the on-site. Right. Yeah. But okay, it'll great. be much slower. Um, that's that's the the cloud infrastructure. It's just uh, slower to pull in. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That's great. All right. And William, any any closing words that you want? I, I think Alex did a pretty good job of articulating your your program there with what you got. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I agree with everything Alex said. Um, yeah, you know, prior prior to this, you know if we suspected somebody of, of diverting and we didn't have evidence, you know, on the, on the camera that they were actually wasting. I mean, it, we had to take disciplinary action, you know, that often included suspension and so forth. And this, this is really, I think, like Alex said, it's really allowed us to uh, rule out mm -hmm. and help more than it, it has in, in finding diversion. Yeah, and, and that's important, too. I mean, how many cases do we get where we kind of are scratching our head like, oh, I'm just not sure. And so that would be really nice to be able to rule something out with that. So it's great. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. And uh, congratulations on your camera. I think there's a <laughs> lot of people out there that are very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having us. All right. Have a good day.